0: Let's do this. How do they start it? How do they keep it going? And how do you lead and grow the team? I'm organizational psychologist, Eve Duke, and I'm pulling back the curtain behind some of the coolest businesses out there. For founders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and anyone curious about how business is done, this is The Business Of. Hey guys, okay, we are here with Greg Rose, so welcome back to The Business Of. Greg Rose from the Roxy Theatre, a historical landmark here in Revelstoke, BC. Greg, why don't you kick us off telling us a little bit about your journey coming to have this movie theatre in your life?
1: Well, it is a bit of a strange one. It all uh, kind of what came down in COVID. I, I, I've been involved. I had my own company in oil and gas years ago back in Edmonton and moved out here to be a bit of a ski bum for a bit. And you know, did some odds and sod jobs and bartended and was just being a wonderful uh, ski bum. And it was great. And then um, I was kind of contemplating heading home and then met my now wife and we're here. And uh, during COVID, a friend of mine had reached out. He was interested in in getting involved in some real estate in Revelstoke. And uh, uh, this theater kind of came up and he reached out to me and we decided to head on down this road and so I don't own the building but I own the business and um, so yeah we took it over in uh, November of 2020 and things were pretty grim and dire then and well it got worse right away, <laughs> we, we were <laughs> operating for five days um and then we got closed down uh for a year so um all the excitement that you know comes with taking on a new venture and you know i had a bit of a walkthrough with the old owners when when it all went down but i you know it's funny i barely even think about that now because it so abruptly ended um that uh you know we just had to totally change gears and so um forgive me if I'm jumping around a bit here, but, uh, so we kind of moved to, uh, repair and maintenance and operating a few, uh, concession nights a week, just out the front, uh, our front service window outside, you know, selling popcorn to anybody who wanted to come down and get a bag while Mm -hmm. we were closed. Um, and so we just kind of stumbled through it then. And, you know, you know it, this is a, a hundred and some year old building. The Roxy Theatre is located, you know, downtown and kind of one of the older parts of town. And so um, it had been, you know, loved and cared for over the years. But, it, you know, things just build up and it needed lots of it. And well, what better time than when you're shut down to to get right after it. So you know it's funny i i feel like i've only been running the theater for a little while but it's it's been longer because that first year was just um electrical fixes and plumbing fixes and fixing the seats and upgrading some of the uh, equipment in the projection room and converting us to a 7.1 surround sound from 5.1 and so all just these little changes to help hopefully improve the the experience for our viewers and so you know here we are uh th- what is it three years later yeah coming up on three and we've been kind of open for what, a year and a half I should have pulled up these dates and been better with that but yeah that that's where we're at and things more or less uh, feel like they've returned to normal. We had Super Mario playing here, which is the busiest movie that this theater, you know, I, I get my booking agent out of Toronto, he pulled up some of the numbers and with, you know, aff- inflation adjusted and everything. We've had some of the busier films in this last year. So I'd like to think that uh, movies are back and the viewership is back. The content is still catching up as as we come out of COVID. Uh, you know, that movies take about two years to come to life, two to three. And so we're still seeing a, a bit of that lag of that shutdown kind of coming these years later. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, you know, this summer looks about as good as it gets. We've got Indiana Jones opens today for two weeks. And then we're nice. gonna have Transformers, which is a bit of an older one. Uh, and then we're gonna have Mission Impossible for a week, Barbie for a week, Oppenheimer for a week, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, blah, blah, blah. It goes on. And so there's there's kind of something for everyone. Um uh, so it's yeah, it's wonderful. We're we're back, and that's kind of the the journey. I, I don't know, I'm sure I've missed something, but that's a, a pretty good Cole's notes of of what's going on.
0: Yeah. Okay, so a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Let's go back to getting a the theater, purchasing the business during COVID. <laughs> so, no, you're November 2020, you purchase a movie theater. Do you think that having the mandatory shutdown, do you think that was actually a little bit better? for the business coming into it, or do you think it was like, kind of, if you were to do it over, do you think there was a little bit of a blessing in disguise that it that's like, okay, well, there's nothing else left that I can do here, except for start to upgrade, Yeah. to upgrade the building, upgrade the equipment and then kind of prepare the business. Yeah. It, hopefully eventually one day. Yeah. I mean,
1: it, it's a once in a, a generation sort of event and, uh, but certainly it was financially devastating. You know, you're, you're, we weren't even scratching at profit for, for that year. And it was really, you know, it just shifted to, okay, you know, let's invest in, in, like you said, getting things up to a level and, um, And not that the old owners hadn't done things, but just a lot of the equipment was dated and all these, you know, the thing about theaters is they're open seven days a week. It's really hard to get anything done. You you don't, you know, close for weekends or like many other traditional businesses. So it was uh, a great thing to, to get that. And, you know, I'm the type of guy I I like to know the car is running well, you know, that it's had its maintenance and, and that, and, and this theater just needed, you know, me to go through everything to get familiar with it because, I had no experience in this business. i never sold a movie ticket. I'd never scooped a bag of popcorn. Nothing. But I've been involved in businesses, and so everyone, you know, every business, just has its challenges. You learn it, and you you run with it. And so it was uh, it was a, a good thing to have that time to you know go through everything and get familiar with it. Although when we actually opened up again, I hadn't actually done any of that sort of work at all in that period. So it it felt (laughs) like another genesis. You're like, okay, I know this place like the back of my hand, but I didn't know how to, you know, order the movies and build them and test them and all of that, those sort of little intricacies, which after a year or so, I'm a bit more comfortable with that now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about that. Now that we're on it, let's talk about that. So how do you how do you run a movie theater <laughs> i guess and we're the interesting thing i like about the roxy theater and why i wanted to also do this podcast is there's a roxy theater in every small town <laughs> and yeah we're not the only one I'm, yeah I actually- well i mean it's like yeah in some in some capacity like where i grew up in muskoka it was the norwood cinema it's like yeah. the same it's the same thing it's the same popcorn it's like i yeah. think it's the same model so tell us about tell us about that tell us about the model how do you run a theater
1: So, um, you know, forgive me, I'll have to, if I miss something or you have questions, just interrupt, but in general, um, how it works is, well, movies start on Friday. Let's start there. Okay. So the movies open Friday and they run for a week. And so it goes Friday to Thursday. So Thursday would be the last night of the show, unless you have it for two weeks, and it'd be the following Thursday. So that's something that uh, maybe we've all kind of are aware that usually it opens, but I don't know if most of us would think about that. I certainly oh. didn't think about that.
0: And that's a requirement. Like that's not you. Yes. Yeah. yeah the, so uh...
1: mm- yeah, it's all like from the studios. So, you know, how, how like, well, first of all, you know, to show movies, you have to be a licensed theater. So I have a license from consumer protection and and you have to fill out all these contracts with each individual studio. I, you know, I forget about that because that all happened in the beginning. And starting up was a mountain of paperwork. Uh, certainly, when you're not familiar with any of it, it's all. And these contracts are some of them are thirty pages thick, and that's just to carry Paramount's movie.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then the simplest one was the Disney contract; it was one page, but they've been the most complicated to deal with. There, they're the strictest of the bunch, and and assert their their will on us, lowly theaters, and you know, they're they're. There, but they also have usually the best content. So it's that kind of trade-off. But so, yeah, I, you know, we went to the process or I went through the process of getting all of the contracts filled out for each studio. So Sony and uh, Warner Brothers and Paramount, Disney, some of the smaller ones, e, E1, Cineplex. Um, there's a bunch. I'm probably missing a few in there. But all of these distributors, you um, uh, you have to have permission and they have to know who you are, what your theater number is, what equipment you have, because mm-hmm. uh, the movies get sent digitally now. They used to get sent just kind of in the mail digitally, um, but I've upgraded all that. So it all just happens like over it the internet.
0: Mailed, so mail digitally, or would they be like on a drive? A big or like A real.
1: Like, no, no. Well, that was before my <laughs> this time. little so I You know, it used to be those, you know, movie reels that we're, you know, yeah. kind of familiar with, with the, you know, stuff that you can peek through. That was, that equipment, to the best of my knowledge, was pulled out of here in like the 2000s. And they went. Oh, not even ones. that long
0: ago. Not like yeah. 1960. No, yeah. no.
1: And so the system we run on now is, it's called, they're called DCP. Uh, I think it's like Dolby cinema project or something. Anyway, DCP is the format that all the movies come in. And some of the things that I found interesting about it is whenever, you know, you're, you know, if you're watching a movie at home on your computer, or if you're watching clips on your phone or something, well, the version that we play in the theater is the full version. It's the full massive, you know, the Batman, I have it stuck in my head that the drive, for the batman was something like 650 gigabytes. Yeah, um, and yeah, that'll be a number yeah. of different versions of the film and that but these are huge files and they need to be huge because when you're projecting onto a screen of that size you can't be dealing with a small file. Yeah. So um, I feel like I've lost my track of my story. Do they
0: require here. you so just a little bit of a sidebar question here. So they send yeah. you they send you the film Yep. Yeah. Send it to you in a drive. Do they require you then to send it back afterwards? So
1: yeah, that's how it used to work. So yeah. I uh I should have grabbed Or like self-destruct
0: after a week.
1: <laughs> well, the the self-destruct part of it, that's a very interesting comment and they're very um these uh things you have a digital key for so on one hand you get the file sent to you and then every like these files are only sent in like a certain format and i have a very specific computer that can read that but in addition to that a key a digital key gets emailed to me and that has to get ingested into the equipment and it's a closed system this and um and then that will make the file work for a certain period of time. So, you know, people are always asking, like, oh, well, you know, we just want to watch The Little Mermaid, but it finished a week ago. But, like, I've got the file upstairs, but the actual key for the file would have expired last night at midnight. Oh, so, like, yeah. so as much as I've got the movie upstairs, it's it's unplayable. Yeah, um, nice. So that, that's how it works is just this, this, this key system. And that's what keeps the... The you know I guess keeps us honest as theaters and and uh protects you know these the studios assets so that you know we're doing that and and the next question most people are asked is you know how does the payment work with that yeah. well I have to report every night we I send a report every night for how many people came to the show yeah so that that is the tracking of it so very often you'll hear in the news oh Spider Man did 863 million
0: dollars this thing coming from your data
1: every theater is submitting that data every night so that's how it gets compiled that gross figure of what the ticket price is but the tickets we we a percentage of that goes to the studio they determine what that is we agree to that and then you'll pay that percentage to them and that percent percentage ranges from 30 percent up to about 65 percent on the very high end um so the the newer film will be definitely up in that 60 so we've got indiana jones opening tonight and it's up in that range
0: yeah so you Um, sell a ticket for 10 bucks to to, for simple math they're taking
1: 650 and we're that so you know what I, I always try to encourage our patrons buy popcorn you know where and i'm like when when everybody is handing over the 60 bucks for that that's not going to me at all you know um and then if you get older films which which is called second run and i'm not sure if i even have all this right but second run in general is that once a movie kind of reaches the four or five six week mark when we we all grew up and or have been to these like 2 dollar theaters like the the Tooney theater that would be a second run theater and so yeah once it's kind of uh reached its kind of useful period in theaters then it goes to there and that's when the percentage drops um mm-hmm. but the bigger the movie the longer that term is um like avatar i don't think went to second run the one that came out in december till um you know like february or march it would have been much longer so yeah yeah, that's the the kind of basics of it and so i have a a booking agent that helps me navigate that and and Mm. uh he's out of toronto and he does a great job particularly at this time of year um because many of the movies will be required to carry to be carried for if you open them Three or four weeks. So if you want to open it on opening like Indiana Jones opens today, June 30th, um, and I'll only have it for two weeks. But what what a booking agent can do is help kind of share the load with other theaters in your area. So Mm -hmm. it's all about the distribution, these these the studios want to be released on so many screens you know the bigger the film the more screens and these are all things that i'm just surmising about i don't really know i just have a vague idea from what i I learned from from my agent but that's his job to manage these things um and so would he uh, he
0: keep track then of what's coming out and then you'd probably you'd have to juggle okay maybe you have Indiana Jones coming out and yeah. then you also have like Batman coming out. And then, so you have to. Yeah. Jungle Obi- yeah he's, and- he's doing all yeah.
1: that about when, and, and so like, I know what my schedule is, you know, one or two weeks out of certainty. Mm-hmm. And right now I know what my schedule is, uh, in like not confirmed but what is tentatively thought will happen i have all of that information right now but those are moving parts if a movie does really well maybe we would hold it or uh, hold it means like if you get it for a week, but it just is bonkers. You would hold it for another week, and sometimes the studios will tell you that you have to do that. So there's all of these these things uh, moving around, and it you know it's it's just a movie, but there's quite a bit going on. It's the uh, I really feel like it's the duck in the water. You know it. You know you're trying to just gracefully swim around, but underneath you're you know the feet are moving and, and dealing mm. with all of these little getting the movie in and you know the payments and all that other stuff that that come along with it
0: yeah because then you would have to then do you pay them monthly like you'd pay paramount yeah, you say pay like them monthly, at the, something like that
1: yeah. yeah you pay them pretty much at the end of the Like I, so the movie finishes on Thursday. I'll usually draft the checkup for them on Friday or Monday. I like to. It's in your best interest to stay as ahead of that as possible. Especially living in a small town, takes a little longer for checks to, to move around. And most of these guys are still how they deal with it, just paying like that. Just send them a
0: check. Like, are you sending a check like Hollywood?
1: Yeah, I send like yeah. a check to Warner Brothers <laughs> Studio yeah. or or Buena Vista, which is Disney, and uh, all these studios have a Canadian office, so all these yeah. things go out to their offices in Toronto. Most that most of the studios operate
0: out of Toronto in, in Canada. Oh my gosh, um, I'm just imagining like Disney. It's like scrooge mcduck is like diving into like all these yeah, checks coming in america. from like north america or, or globally the world all yeah coming in but, from hundreds of thousands of small yeah. people they're like okay thanks they, thanks, for they, avatar. They, thanks for thanks yeah. yeah indiana jones but they
1: also <laughs> like these movies are so expensive to make and yeah. uh you know like avatar and some of these films you know, for the ones that make good money, there's all sorts that don't. So you know, there's got to you know, even I understand that how how it is for them. You know, you've and it's really no different for us as theaters too. You you have some movies that you know everybody thinks you're just rolling in dough, but then you, you'll have two weeks of not so much and, and your payroll still goes on and so you, you're always navigating this this kind of peaks and valleys of things and right now we're coming into our very busiest time of the year and we also sell ice cream out front with the live music in the square and so we're, we're coming up here in our busiest you know six or eight weeks of the year on average but you know when Mario was here it was great but um, the book club too didn't do particularly well and yeah. um, you know <laughs> <laughs> and so it's you know it's that's that's the game that's and the do game.
0: they require then do the studios require you to play kind of a variety are they like or can you say i just want indiana jones i don't want book club too they're like no yeah, no you can you, you can, can to say book no club two with indiana jones yeah
1: you can definitely say no to some things i haven't um you know the the biggest thing that's starting to change now is finally the uh the quantity of films is going up. Um, So there's congestion, you know, the first year and a bit, I was open. I had so many movies. I was forced to carry for a bunch of time. And it's really because the studios understood that there weren't a lot of films to be had. So it's like, well, if you want it, you got to play it for three weeks. Um, and the, those uh, that so now we're kind of in this opposite thing. I'll just tell you what the loose schedule or maybe I have already, but we got Indiana Jones for two weeks, then um, Transformers, uh, Mission Impossible, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer and Teenage Mutant all for one week, which is not wow, all bangers. I, too all yep. big films, but last year I'll play twice as many films. I'll have to look it up, but I think it's close to twice as many films will play at the theater this summer versus last. And mm-hmm. that's a product of the fact that it gets kind of congested. The studios kind of have to take what they can get. And um, at least that's how I see it. And so I think, you know, there's just more negotiating power on, on the end of my booking agent and that, but it's mm-hmm. great for theater goers, you know, in Revelstoke. In these summer months, you know, the locals will get to enjoy those seven or eight films and hopefully a bit bit of something for everyone, a heavy drama at Oppen- Oppenheimer, Barbie's, uh, likely going to appeal to more of the female audience and teenage Mutant ninja turtles great for the kids so it's wonderful to have this this mix and cuz you're as a theater your demographic is quite unique it you're from about 5 and sometimes 3 years old but about 5 when it seems to be normal up to 95 we get people coming in in wheelchairs and walkers and really? babies and so it's it really is uh and with one screen. We only have one screen. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, you know, I do my best to 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 play a little something for everyone, even if it means a loss for a week or or a not profit week. It's important to me that I, you know, keep everyone engaged
0: here. That's what that's what I was gonna ask next is what's your strategy for managing your audiences. Um and it's and I think that's yeah that's smart too because especially you have one screen and you have like, we're one town, so you're not really getting a lot of you're not having anybody come from another town, so you really do need to continually well, we, engage our yeah. town, Rebel Stoke. Yeah, we,
1: we do attract quite a bit from around the surrounding area, um, like if you're are, was, or, yeah. yeah, in Burton and South, and some people even came out here from Salmon Arm, believe it or not, for Avatar because they don't have a 3D theater and we do so it does happen from time to time but you're right most of it is drawn from from the local just Revelstoke population
0: yeah okay and then so you just mentioned 3d theater which is triggering me to ask you about if i were to run a movie theater what is the kind of required equipment and almost like capital if you know like super ballpark
1: yeah, super intensive
0: is it on <clears throat> if you are to start up a movie theater? I guess a lot of that's, that's in your purchase price, but to upgrade yeah. all your equipment, yeah,
1: yeah. If we were to do like a full retrofit, this is me just, yeah, you know, throwing out a number from what I know, but it would totally. probably be about two hundred thousand dollars.
0: Okay, or, yeah, or, and that's
1: or, awesome. or north of that, you know, audio, all all your audio video. Head, yeah, a screen <clears throat> drapes. <clears throat> uh, the screen that is up there is. super expensive that's going to be like 20 grand just for the screen because it's a special material with perforated holes and you've heard of the silver screen well there's actually like some of that. and if you have a 3d equipment you need a specific screen for that then all the chairs um the sound system is quite expensive all the amps to run that and then i just replaced one of the more expensive pieces of equipment that we have as a theater and that's the ims The it's the server the computer that actually plays the movies it's not anything that a normal person would buy at a store it's from you know from dolby um and they make that and that was uh i don't know if i like saying these it was expensive Um, but the, the computer that was uh running it before was its you know predecessor a few few generations back and it had faithfully served here for something like 12 or 13 years and when the um uh company there's a company Called Cinematronics out of Vancouver, and they kind of provide service to many of many most of the theaters um, in Western Canada. Um, but they'd notified me that the the computer that i had was 12 years old and that a number of them were failing in the province because many people got this equipment at a time just when everything was changing and when these things break they just stop working and their past repair warranty past it all they're at the end of their useful life and i yeah. thought to myself and the new equipment doesn't just sit on a shelf with all the kind of processor shortages there's definitely some lead times in getting these things yeah. um so I put the order in. It took a few months, but I kept thinking to myself, if the worst possible scenario happens and this fails, we're doomed because, you know, it could be two months of waiting for something to come and maybe yeah. they get you to make some sort of patch. But anyway, I I hope uh, that I've taken care of most of the kind of major issues to keep us humming along. It's It's important to me that we're open seven days a week. Like mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, that's the way I look at it. I was closed a day a week at one point, but I think that you have to serve your community, and that's how how you'll have success. And you just want to be. I want to be known that yeah, you know, are they open? Yeah, they're open every night. You know, like so yeah. we close Christmas, but even if I could have staff, and you know, there's people that need a place to go, and I've seen it all. You know, people come to endure a breakup in the seats or celebrate a birthday or Mm. bring their grandma or, you know, you just see it all. And for all the reasons and kids going on first dates and, Mm -hmm. you know, couples going on 45th anniversaries because they came there and it's, uh, there's a charm to this business. That's, that's unique and unmistakable. It's it's uh, it really is. It's, it's a unique business.
0: Yeah. There's so much nostalgia Oh, for sure. theaters, and it really is. Yeah. Like I remember going to the movies. It, it's, it's an interesting thing because I remember the first movie that I recall and I'm pretty sure it was the first movie I would have ever seen in a theater. My dad took me to see Jurassic Park and I was terrified. Yeah. And like, so I would have been, I don't know how old, like under 10 yep. at the time, but I remember that. And that's so cool. And what a cool experience. I think I can't wait to take my kids to like their first movie. I'm like, when is like, yeah, my daughter going to be ready to go to the movies. And probably she's just almost, she's pretty much three now, but I'm like, okay, is it like that? I I would say five, Five. like it depends
1: on the kid, but
0: pretty much the first movie
1: experience I try to tell parents to just, you're buying the ticket, but you may be leaving 20 minutes later. <laughs> you know, totally. you know? You don't yeah. refund it if you watch yeah. a minute. It, but it it is it's 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 that. But yeah, it's it's something for everyone. And here in this town, it's crazy the number of people that come in and you hear this is my first job. This was my first job. I hear it every day. Oh, yeah. There's some story, and some people share things with you. Other times, you just overhear them. But it's yeah. it's uh, trained generations of kids uh, in their first job.
0: Yeah. And it's such a big thing, like high school, going on dates. Like that's one of the few things you can do. Like in high school, you're not really like, maybe you are, but like, you're not going out to dinner. You're not doing, you know, you're, you're going to the movie, you hold hands in the dark and like, it's, yeah, it's so cool. And then up like all the way up through, dating and yeah exactly like you said like in your you have 95 year olds who are coming to the yeah. movies who might have been going to the going to the movies for like 60 years like that's yeah. I'm,
1: I'm, yeah. my my goal my wish my hope is that one day some old person walks in here and knows because the theater started in 1938 or 39 that it operated oh, under the Avely name Yes. For twenty years, so it turned into the Roxy in '59. Mm-hmm. So, in all when I did the rebranding, I put, the, I did like new logos and everything when I took over, and I wanted to really kind of push it from '59 because I like the idea of just the Art Deco kind of outside of it. It all lends itself to it, yeah. but uh, even then,
0: you know, 1959 like that's that's yeah. a long time yeah. ago.
1: And yeah, Who's so we're coming up.
0: In who would have gone to the to the Abbey? when it was
1: yeah there must be like if somebody anyway they'd be they'd be old but um I know a few guys that are like they they remember the name like you know Mm -hmm. it was like they were young kids but yeah it's it's amazing to think that this place is coming up on a hundred years of being a theater but in 1938 I mean whatever 15 years but it's uh yeah it's 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 incredible
0: yeah. That is so incredible. And that is the power, I think also of these, these movie theaters is there. Yeah. Like when they're shut down, like even when you guys were shut down during COVID, like it's sad because it's the lights and everything. It's like, yeah. it just really feels like there's lifeblood. Yeah. It's so the, the when place it's to the, gather. The movie Theaters know. running in your town. It's yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah many theaters, you know, a lot of theaters struggled and didn't make it. And, yeah. um, we got some government grants, all all theaters that applied, got some cash. And that, you know, that scratched the itch. It didn't uh, do everything, but it helped. And and there's there was a, a few years of grants to help us through. And I used some of that equipment to, uh, well, pay me for some of the work. I, I think what I like- probably work for about $2 an hour. <laughs> <all the time. laughs>
0: you break it down.
1: All of it, but, and all the popcorn you can the- eat. Yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> eat that much popcorn anymore. You work around it long enough and you just don't even know it's there.
0: But Yeah. Well, you'd see me coming down. I was that like a yeah. frequent person with the new baby and I'd come yeah. down like
1: yeah.
0: every week and get popcorn.
1: And <laughs> but... get popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I hadn't thought about that, but that flashback mm-hmm. that was, yeah, I, I clearly remember. And, and man, some people just love their popcorn. It's like, it's
0: love the taste I'm, of your body. Like, it's just, I've,
1: we've all got our poisons. I'm more of a chips guy, but yeah, maybe yeah. we can. We'll edit that out later. I don't want to you know, <laughs> kill my brand, but yeah, I, I, I'm not the biggest popcorn eater.
0: So let's talk about popcorn for a second. Um, is it just me, or does movie theater popcorn taste the same, and movie theater butter tastes the same at like all the movie theaters you go to?
1: I would. Or is disagree. that
0: just my brain?
1: Yeah, I would disagree. Uh, we you know some some of the bigger chains those that shall not be named um they they're you know they're a lot more concerned with margin so many of them don't have real butter they'll have butter topping and some of that so actually a lot of the big chains butter is difficult A, it's very expensive um and it's just it's you know like i I buy it by the box and i had to put the butter price up twice um Mm. not something that i did uh other than to like capture costs, because it's, you know, and everybody wants more butter, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's expensive. But I can tell and, you, as a
0: consumer, you can put the, you can continually put the butter price up. It's okay. I'll yeah. Still, yeah. I'll and those people, it and I won't be upset. Like, yeah, those
1: yeah. <laughs> people get it. And I've, you know, I, you know, I've always tried to be, uh, you know, fair about it too. Like the theater has to make money to sustain itself and to look forward, you know, and, upgrade and that and it, it's also that a weird business in that really it's only open for like it's open for three or four hours but it's really generating revenue for like 20 minutes um, Yeah,
0: yeah. there's some other
1: things we sell ice cream and sell popcorn a bit later in that but it's a, it's a unique business in that sense too. And so, you know, we have to, I try to run as many shows as we can, but matinees aren't going to work in the week in this town. There's just not enough people. And so we Mm. we have to eke our living out of these small little pockets of time dotted through the week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 20 minutes, like 20 minutes a day or like, Oh man, that's so crazy. Um, Can I tell you the
1: one thing that I think is just fascinating about the movie business nothing's changed in it nothing, nothing. like Doesn't it's like in years. a years dark room with pictures up on the screen pop popcorn candy
0: yeah
1: I, and people have tried nachos and this and that but how many businesses or industries are unchanged in a hundred and some years in most ways I like, exactly. might sure, there's digital movies and that but the basics of it, it it's uh yeah. And so if you've
0: got an idea. Very rest, solid formula. Yeah.
1: It is. And it works. And people just, they they like it. And if you were to remove popcorn, A, the business probably oh. wouldn't last very long. And people would revolt.
0: So- oh, it's like, I would have a hard time going to the movies. Like, I'd probably admittedly sneak my own popcorn in. If there yeah. were no popcorn, I'd be like, what? Yeah. How? Like.
1: Yeah. You can't. just need.
0: <laughs> you just gotta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I always think that's interesting. I think back to the the people that have been, you know, the, the caretakers before I was here. And, you know, it's the same thing, same, yeah. same thing.
0: Yeah, it is so cool. Um, so then, okay, so you got popcorn, soda, candy, which one makes has the best margins?
1: Well, pop and popcorn for sure. You, you, you make good margins on that candy. You don't really make it and it's the one that I'm sure people would get uh you know upset that's a bit expensive but it it's just it, candy's gotten expensive everything's gotten expensive we've we've been under you know considerable strain from inflation in in this business the price of popcorn doubled from when i took over now it you know it's uh it was fairly cheap before and you're getting in the big bag in that but still it's going up oh. considerably and so
0: well that's um, pretty big when that's like your biggest money maker and it's doubled in three years. Like that's not a long yeah. time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's it. You know, it's a crop. I'm guessing like popcorn. Like so, maybe it'll come back down, and there's these pressures, but it doesn't feel like they will. Yeah. <laughs> so that. But you know, we've had to adjust prices, and and now you know we're just and as all businesses have to, we have to pass it on. Sadly, mm-hmm. um but it's just the way the cookie crumbles.
0: Yeah. And that's got to be a balance too, because there's only so much I would imagine you can charge really for popcorn before people sure. get angry. Oh yeah, yeah for They're sure. Like- and
1: I don't think anybody is. Uh, well, can't speak to to everybody, but I, don't, I haven't had much feedback that it people yeah. are upset about it. And I also think all of the you know changes and upgrades and you know there's a new website and a new this 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 throughout the business i think people can see that the the money is being used to you know update the business and help drive it forward and and so it can continue to serve the community mm. and i think most people uh on light inspection would understand that
0: oh yeah yeah you pretty much have to think about it for Ten minutes, <laughs> yeah, not, or listen live, or listen to this and, podcast. I'm like, yeah, oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I'm
1: not driving a Ferrari. I don't have a giant house on the hill. There's, it's
0: getting it's, rich playing Indiana Jones. Yeah, all that. Indiana not, it's Jones not that money. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So working with uh, yeah. that, like let's talk about a little bit if you can without breaching any of your contract confidentialities, but working with studios, so you said Disney is shortest contract, but also kind of one of the more difficult ones well, they're, they're they're the, the it yeah, so they're the big about?
1: guys, right yeah so they're they're just you know. They're, they're they're the strictest they have the usually the longest terms on movie and that but you know their little mermaid just played here for a week it opened a while ago so I just got it for a week but it's one of the busiest weeks we had you know so part of me is like you know maybe I should have brought it in for that so you know it, you, you get what you pay for too and so they're they're a little stricter and enforce some rules and enforce their will perhaps but Mm. if i look at what the biggest movies that have been here in the last you know i've got something here in my office that showed our last like the last 500 films kind of ranked and Mm -hmm. disney's usually well well entrenched in the top of those films so Yeah. yeah yeah but um yeah i don't know what other specific question you you have about that
0: well especially when they hold so much power um yeah for some of these going back to the nostalgia piece so is but is disney indiana jones Maybe they're not disney
1: is. well I
0: indiana it jones. Is. it's disney yeah, they have but marvel yeah
1: yeah disney's like a lot of those films but because um i think Uh, Indiana Jones was originally Paramount, but a lot of the times these studios will, you know, be producing like a, so there's like Disney and Paramount. Like when you see the opening of Indiana Jones, it'll say made by this and this and presented by, so they're, you know, they they'll come together and, you know, for financing reasons, they, they, you know, split the the risk.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh man, they just hold, yeah, they would hold so much power. And like, kind of across, I guess, one of the biggest pieces why they would be so big too is that they have movies that span generations. So you're like, so say The Little Mermaid is that's nostalgic for me. And then if I had a child in between the ages of probably four to 16 like so they're
1: going to that movie they're going yeah. to that
0: movie too so it's a double it's kind of like a double whammy you know yeah. that it's like, okay you have the parents on board you have the kids on board you have the teenagers you have the teenagers on board those and, are always
1: the busiest movies yeah, the when Star you capture Wars all of and, that yeah like mario was that and mario is interesting i had a hunch
0: it was generation yeah
1: and but you know i'm 45 and i grew up on mario uh And there's people that were older, you know, so you really had that, you know, that was the young kids really wanted to go the middle aged kids wanted to go the, you know, like 20s, 30s, it was just, yeah, and it was something else to see, just being sustained busy for three weeks. It was incredible
0: to see, you know,
1: people have talked about that a bit, you know to me over like when avatar came or when you know lord of the rings came here was lined up down the block and and it it was fun to finally have that experience and see what this 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 building feels like when it's just packed all the time It, it was it was special and we had to work very hard to keep up and i put a new point of sale system in so it's a bit faster and so i think that helps get people in but there's only so much you can do with two lines at the concession you know so try yeah. to try to encourage people threaten them let them know if they don't come early they don't get get in yeah. and try to create some sort of sense of urgency because most people show up within five minutes of opening and and that but i always the busier the show, the more trailers will load on it, so that you know when people get there, if they're a bit late, we still get them in for the start of the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially those big ones. Like, oh, I just remember, like Star Wars is always so big for us. That's like yeah. a, that, a that's they're, they're in the must sees. There's some that you just have to see. Everybody in, goes in the right. Theater. Yeah,
1: Star Wars when it usually comes, they'll demand five weeks
0: five weeks so wow, it usually yeah. they come out
1: around christmas and so um i don't know if there's one wow. i don't think there's one planned for this that but but usually too it's like you'll have an amazing first week a very good second week an incredible third week fourth will be okay fifth will be meh but yeah. overall and then the kind of nice thing about getting a movie for a long time for me that's easy that's no poster change website change nothing substantial you're just and and then you're not building and testing five different movies you just set it and forget it and it just
0: plays you know yeah, so, yeah you can almost like go on holidays during those kinda, mega runs yeah. it's like that's when you yeah, take a well, break
1: yeah i probably well i probably wouldn't with star wars because it'd be a little a <laughs> little crazy but it's uh it's almost a nice break but i do and I'd, I'd rather just have an, a new movie every week there's that's the preference but it doesn't always work that way
0: yeah. Let's talk a little bit about I'm going to change gears to kind of more of the leadership aspect of running a business as a business leader is what skills do you think it takes to be in this business?
1: Um it's a it's an interesting question.
0: Maybe well, to think about it like if you were to hire for your role. Yeah. You look for.
1: Well, you you got to be able to wear a bunch of hats, you know, in a business we have one screen if we had like eight maybe you could have some sort of layers but I'm owner operator for the most part and some of the back end stuff is a bit technical to you know anybody could be trained on anything but most of the employees here are teenagers um I hire I I can only hire somebody starting at 14 and older because we work around the hot popcorn machine. So that's the the legislation doesn't allow that. And so we have a few, but I've even learned with that 14s, maybe a touch young. So kind of 15, 16, and then they work up here till they go to school. So you, you have to be able to work with kids. Yeah. Um, and that has a lot of challenges and a lot of wonderful stuff too. But it's a lot of training. It's their first job. And we all remember that your first job. You don't know anything about anything. Yeah. Uh, and so you have to teach all of it and so i i take that all quite seriously i i do all the training myself just because then i know that well for safety reasons a lot of it too you know they're working with a popcorn machine you just want to make sure that they're operating safely i don't want them getting burned not that you'd be maimed or anything but it's uh it's just there's just that so you know working with kids is that and and um And, you know, to be in this business, you have to understand that you'll be working seven days a week, maybe not full days, seven days a week, but you're open seven days a week and calls come in and things come up and, um, and it's, uh, you know, for this first couple of years has been crazy just as anything when you take it on it's, it's, it's way busier in the beginning, but you get better at it and you learn and I also had zero zero experience (laughs) so you know (laughs) and i had to kind of teach myself all of it you know there wasn't because we took over and got closed down so quickly we you know it wasn't like the owners were sticking around to help me do any the old owners right Mm
0: -hmm. so um
1: yeah you you just have you wear a bunch of hats you know you have to be able to do a bunch of different things and keep keeping up on the paperwork is really important just for you know the studio stuff Mm -hmm. because you don't pay them they won't give you the keys to the movies so it's important you know there's there's those stresses of the kind of all the things that are changing all the time the website and you know you're just kind of keeping on top of things all the time so you have to be organized and have to be able to do those tasks working with kids and and training kids and um what else would be really important and i i think that it's got to have a bit of a personality for it. You are going to be uh, the face of the business, whether you want to or not. And I I've made a choice. I'm I'm not terribly public about things. And so i um, the, the previous owners and many businesses like to kind of run it like a family business. I like to run it more like a business. And if my face pops in here and there, that's fine. But I also think just for continuity of the theater, I don't want this to be Greg Rose's Roxy theater. It's the Roxy theater. And yeah. I'm the current caretaker of this, you know, the owner of the business, but you know, it, people have done it before and somebody I hope will do it after. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, maybe your maybe your child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll she,
1: she'll uh, be scooping
0: popcorn yeah, at fourteen. She, she does yeah. right
1: I, I don't know if we should be hiring her yet. She's she's not ready. Right.
0: <laughs> her hand-eye coordination is terrible. <laughs> yeah,
1: and she's terrible <laughs> around hot things. She just wants to touch them.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Um, it's such a cool business. Um, and then, how many staff does it take? Just on that staff piece. Um, well, right now, I think I've got. check one two three
1: four five six seven eight nine ten eleven i have 12 12. 13 including me and that's a little uh heavy but i'm going through some big changes in the business my i'll get emotional thinking about it my first crop of of kids is all kind of aging out so two Uh, or three are moving on to universities and and on to the next chapter. And so I, I make sure I remind these kids all the time it's your first job, but it won't be your last. <laughs> you know, yeah. so learn what you can here. I know you're not going to be here forever. I hope you're not here forever because <laughs> you know it's 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 really only in the forever for the one guy, you know, it's kind of running it. But yeah, it's they they come and so two of uh, the girls are heading off and so they're kind of winding down taking on some other jobs and that and winding down and they've kind of notified me they're done in yeah. august yeah. september and so they've been great with my little one to kind of stick around and help me because um you know they've just seen a few years of it so I, a different level of trust certainly with them mm-hmm. but yeah but then there's a the new crop of kids coming in and it's it's going to be like that that the turnover is always going to be a part of the business and as it is in any business but it's just a little different
0: here yeah and kind of a, and kind of cool too to think that like it's probably it's a pretty cool job, it's a pretty fun job. It's like yeah. evening, so it works for those high school kids. Yeah. Is that you probably on a turnover? I would guess then your turnover turnover is like two to three years. It's like the high school term versus yeah. yearly. Yeah.
1: Not every not all the time in everyone, but that's kind of the goal, hopefully, because it really takes a good depends on the kid but
0: yeah it takes them a
1: couple of months to get comfortable here and really a year till they're really comfortable like I I just can hear the sound of when the popcorn machine needs to be dumped and so I can do it in the office and I'll be like dump the machine you know but with (laughs) them it it takes a while to get all that muscle memory but I like to think we're nice and patient here and I remember what it was like to be a young kid, I used to marvel at like how this, you know, I worked in kitchens a bit when I was younger, how these guys knew these things and it's just practice and time and exposure and you get it. But yeah, so right now I've got a pretty full roster, but I'm losing a few. And so we eat by. And then of course they take holidays and I have to take holidays and all of a sudden you go from 14 people to two and uh, then you figure it out anyway. I'm a true believer in the show must go on. So we just, sometimes you just figure it out
0: yeah it's it's such a big commitment business like thinking about it being open seven nights a week like you being at the dinner table for family dinner every night at six o'clock or at seven o'clock is like probably doesn't happen
1: my I'm almost always a bundle of nerves right around so I'm I'm getting better at it because the staff is at a better level and the equipment and all that stuff I've been able to just get everything automated and kind of like the lighting system needed anyway i feel just better about the business so i'm starting to be less but uh opening night like so friday night this is you know thursday friday is always my busiest period of the week and it it's a bit uh it's stressful on these days just waiting on what because once the movie starts that first day and everything goes well then you know it's good but it's making sure and so you test it but there's just always some nerves and anticipation about did i do that right is this right what if something goes wrong and yeah so you're tied to your phone a bit but it but it's not all bad it's it's wonderful too and there's some times of the year that are quite quiet and i don't think too much about it and then at times like this i think about it often and so that's the trade-off Yeah,
0: yeah. Heading into your busy season, and that plaza where the theater is is always bumping too.
1: Yeah, it's about to go go from zero to hero.
0: Like it (laughs) just—I've
1: seen it a few years now, and so I've got a better idea. But it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's wonderful when it arrives because the theater just when it when it's that busy in and around the theater, there's just an unmistakable charm to that whole. Mm space you know people dancing and singing outside and grabbing some of our ice cream and our neighbors you know sell ice cream and the whole block just gets really vibrant so yeah. if anybody's watching this make sure you come check out uh, the square in the summer it's good fun
0: yeah oh, i can't wait it's some of our favorite times of year um okay so to wrap us up what's your is your favorite movie still is it the big lebowski is that what I read? Well, that, that was my one? first
1: film uh that i played and it is a favorite of mine i i i'm sad to report i think i like movies less now because it just it feels like work but i'm i do get in well the veil has been pulled back on everything so the the mystery of it is is isn't there for me anymore sadly but i still love films and uh I, uh, the one I'm looking for, I can't wait till Dune comes out. That's the one, that, the Dune 2. Wow. And I'm really excited for Oppenheimer. I, the equipment that we updated upstairs uh, allows me to play high frame rate movies now. We, we didn't have that capability before. And so Oppenheimer will likely be the first high frame rate movie we play. Normal frame rate, if memory serves, is 24 frames per second. A okay. uh, high frame rate is stuff above that. So we'll be able to play 40 and 60 frame per second movie, which is that just sharper or yeah, sharper. You know, I don't even know. It's it's cooler, it's awesome. It's better, um, yeah. But it's better. But I'll have a better idea when it actually plays. But You should just have, you know, because really what a movie is, is just a bunch of pictures played in sequence. It's not, it's not like a movie. It's just pictures being played, which I guess we all understood in one level, but I, you know, when I, now that I kind of really understand the back end, it literally is just a bunch of picture files getting thrown up on the screen and projected. And so.
0: Like um, it's, it makes more, you can visualize it more when you think about the original movie film
1: yeah yeah you would just have like, it moving, like, like faster right or something yeah. like that so and um because uh Oppenheimer and those films that are coming out w- when they do imax films imax is still the reels but it's huge 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 reels like yeah. i mean anybody can go on youtube and kind of get a look at what the projection are like they're massive like you know the old ones used to be like a few that were this big sort of thing these ones are like like table-sized massive massive rolls so it's yeah but anyway i'm very excited for that to to have this new ability to play that and hopefully it you know it's something to market to share with people to hopefully entice them to come and enjoy their local theater
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome and do you do any like family just like you and your wife watch a movie yeah
1: yeah, it's like just by a yourself,
0: while. have the theater yourself, have a private. Oh, theater yeah. Theater. Yeah. I do
1: yeah. it here and there. I, I, as uh, most people would know, when you finish your week at work, you don't want to go back to work. <laughs> so, yeah. um, But every once in a while and I put together a, 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 movie collection upstairs that I, you know, just use for private events if people want to watch um, something, but yeah, I've got my favorite films up there too. And so every mm-hmm. once in a while I'll put on, you know, I, I watched the odd, or, uh, the odd couple, sorry, Grumpy Old Men is yeah. one of my favorite yeah. old films. <laughs> and so I watched that. And so, and it, yeah, there's, there's nothing better than watching your favorite movie in a dark, you know, dark room. Yeah. It's, uh, it's different than watching it on your phones. And that, that's where, I think theaters are going to be just fine. We've, had, we've all had a rough ride for all these reasons with, you know, content and closures and that. But I think uh, most people would agree that they're happy to have theaters kind of back and vibrant. And oh it's God. a great, great, great. It's a great way to see a film. It's a very different experience than your computer and phone mm-hmm. and these things. So I think, I think we're in good hope, hope we're in good hands moving forward and, and you know, we can have lots of success to keep her, to keep her running.
0: I think so. Awesome. Okay. Well, on that note, we'll shut her down. Is there anything, uh, why don't you give us all the info to learn about the Roxy theater to check sure. show times, your social media, all of the need to know, find your theater and show. Yeah. Time. Well, we're like, lo- I always get like a movie phone from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, well, we're located at 115 Mackenzie Ave here in Revelstoke. We're available at roxytheater.info, I N F O. Um, and it's at Roxy Theater or the Roxy Theater. I might have to, I should know that. But um, we, a little fun little side note, I get people tagging this Roxy Theater all the time. Whoever I've got the account off the old owners yeah. and it's, I think it's just at, is it the Roxy theater or Roxy theater? But anyway, I get all these bands like we're at the Roxy theater. and I'm like, no, you're not. You're at some <laughs> other one, but we, yeah. so I think we have a pretty good handle. It gets us confused with the many other Roxies I'm not upset yeah. about. Yeah. But no. um, yeah. And so Roxy and then we're available on Facebook and Instagram and try to keep up with posting and, keep that all relevant it's a a way that many people access the business now so
0: yeah awesome well thank you so much greg thank you for setting aside the time i know today is this is friday (laughs) and it's a couple hours before showtime so yeah Yeah, we'll get get to it but you get to it awesome well thanks thanks for having
1: me